into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! All right, everybody. That sound can mean only one thing. That's right. After Buzzers, we are doing the after show for Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. Season 1.2, Debug. 1.3. Actually, it's 1.2. It's the third episode, but they the way they labeled it is 1.2. My mind's blown already. This is already going to be a really interesting show. It absolutely is. I'm telling you, we just finished watching a show, what, maybe 10 minutes ago? Yeah. So we're still, like, digesting our brain kind ah! of hurts. I know. But it's fantastic. I Tonight, I'll be your host, JC, JC Rubio. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at TV. And joining me on the panel tonight across the table, who do we have tonight? It is miss ashley chapman you guys can find me on twitter ashley underscore chapman with a t i'll be on the chat roll as well and shout out to our our other co-hosts who are missing tonight yeah i think Stephen yeah i think they're mr robot they're hanging out with f society they're they having are. a party they're in coney island right now so quick shout out to, to, to steve yeah. and to steph hope to see you guys very soon but mm-hmm. we have actually i'm gonna say a quick shout out to the chat roll you you guys are watching us live on oh before we start i also i want to say please go to youtube.com forward slash after buzz tv and subscribe because we have a library of over 400 of your favorite shows Mm -hmm. we're super fans just like you and we love to break it down just like you so please subscribe check us out Mm -hmm. if you want the audio version go to itunes and soundcloud so yes sir chat roll send us you are our co-host tonight as well so send us your yes. thoughts what you thought about tonight's episode quick shout out to michael riggs juan arnold we've got patrick wasoba who was awesome with his info from last week so send us what you think guys but let us break down what we saw tonight because what did we say tonight is it life imitating art and for those people reading the headlines from united airlines mm-hmm. to the Wall Street Journal shutting down. I mean, people are joking around on the internet that basically, wow, F Society is really, they're really promoing this show hard by yeah. USA Network. So I thought that was funny, but. Yeah, I've changed my Gmail account, like my password, like six times, no lie. Because yeah. I feel like F Society is trying to hack me. So, <laughs> Society, if you're out there, you're not going to bug me. Uh, who's to say? Bug me. Who's to say? Because tonight, I really think it was really the fact that we brought up the self discovery. Mm-hmm everyone's bug everyone's flaw and i think the best part of the episode is really diving into tyrell's character oh yeah this was definitely the tyrell episode as we were saying before i mean this was i mean yes of course we got elements of elliot and we delve a little bit deeper into the story but i mean we learned so much about tyrell in just this one episode i mean every single scene it was something completely new and it was almost like watching several different people within one person like he just changed every single scene to me interesting that you would say that so is that a parallel with elliot or the or just the many sides that we have as people in general because i think a complaint people have had a slight complaint if you can complain about this show because Mm -hmm. once again a spectacular series and episode 
But it's been so Elliot centric. Yes. That we've gotten to know his character. We're getting to know how deep he is. But yet we haven't got to know the other characters as much. Right. And tonight we finally got some meat on mm-hmm. Tyrell. And and meat it was. I'm not even touching sense. that. I'm not touching that one. <laughs> you pull me in and I'm not going there. You open that door. That's all I got to say. <laughs> um, first of all, how much money would somebody have to pay you to let them beat you up? Like in that open. Oh scene. my god! You know, I'm having a little mic issues here. I don't know. Check, 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 check. But please be patient with us. But um, what I was gonna say, I don't know. That that was just intense. Was. Right off the bat, I was getting these feelings from um, very uh, Christian Bale and American Psycho. I was going to say the same thing. That's exactly what I thought. Definitely reminiscent of that movie. Yeah, it just. The sociopath, and mm-hmm. just, and of course, how he was just motivating himself for that speech, right. and and he's it, so meticulous at the same time with everything that he does. You know, it's there's such an order to his chaos too, just like an American Psycho with Christian Bale. I love that one of my favorite movies, mm-hmm. and so yeah, that that definitely reminded me of of that movie. Like he's very psychotic, but but just the way that he goes about everything that he does so it's there has to be an order to it and there has mm-hmm. to be you know a way to it so it's just it's really creepy he has a huge power complex too that's well it's, it's funny that you mentioned a power complex so wasn't it refract see here's the thing i'm i'm the rose tinted glasses guy because at when he had the meeting pushed back for two you know mm-hmm. two weeks uh, they were already looking possibly another cto candidate and it was i was inside i was happy because I saw that Tyrell has someone else he has to answer to, of course. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he got rejected, the guy who the ultimate trip, the guy who's, he's always power tripping. And to see that he has to answer to someone and that he just sheepishly has mm-hmm. to put his leg, be- you know, his tail between his legs and walk mm-hmm. away. And then going off into still now having to show that power and paying $300 to that to that homeless man. And yeah. Beating the crap out of him. Yeah, it definitely. That's that's his way of getting power. Because you can see initially when we saw the the dynamic between him and his wife. I'm going to assume that's who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it seems as if he's in control and in power. But the last scene with them together, it's very obvious. Like who's behind it, who's pulling the strings. So, you know, I think for him, there's a lot of insecurity there. There's this, you know, kind of Napoleon complex. Like I feel like he he wants to to have the CTO title because it's going to legitimize him it's going to give him that clout and that power and yeah i mean every that's that's something that he can control versus everything else around him i feel like he doesn't have a lot of control and it's making him crazy so super nuts so that that we're coming down on him but but in a sense if you see it through his eyes does he just ultimately want what's best for him and his family and he's just a very maniacally assertive, atypical, you know, alpha person going after it. Well, it's beyond alpha because some of the stuff he did this episode, which we'll we'll get into later. For sure. (sighs) Get into. Yep, we will definitely. We're seven minutes in, Ashley. I just work with what you give me. I work with what you give me. All right, all right. Um, But going going back to that, um, you know, I think that maybe he was at that point at, at one point before the show, you know, maybe he, he went into it with good intentions and he went into it thinking, okay, you know, I want to do this for my family and for myself. But now I think I think it's much deeper than that. And honestly, it really makes me suspicious of him and the wife. Like, if this is way bigger than, you know, the, obviously it is something that's 
way bigger than the both of them. You know, it's something mm-hmm. that's even bigger than them just trying to get this title. But it's it's something that definitely has to it, it feeds back into F Society and Evil Corp and just everything that they're that they're trying to do to you know, combat each other. You mentioned something very poignant because the fact is we're still only three episodes in mm-hmm. and like we're saying the way the show's moving, the arc could be four or five seasons. Yeah. And just how deep does this rabbit hole go? Mm-hmm. That's what I find truly fascinating. That we're, we're finding out, you know, right? Like you said, right now, what else is on his mm-hmm. wife, his family? Right. Who knows what's yeah. who is this their guy? partnership? What bloodlines they come from? Where she comes mm-hmm. from? You know, that could be explored in season two and three. We don't know. So yeah. we're just getting these little snippets, and it makes it so hard to predict what's going to happen next, which exactly. makes us come back every week. Every week. And that was just the, that was just the open. That, that, I know, right? That, the first few minutes, like, wow. And three out of three with their show opens. I, I, I mean, once again, I get that 80s vibe. That what? Well, interesting thing I found out, too, about, you know, we were talking in the last show about the opening and how it feels very cinematic and like a movie. Sure. Well, actually, this was originally written as a screenplay. Sam Asma actually wrote it as a screenplay. Mm-hmm. And so I really, really like that it he still kept that cinematic film film edge to it, you know, keeping it into the, the TV show realm, because they wanted him to change that about it, mm-hmm. but I really like it. I think that it brings a great quality to the show, to the opening, and, I mean, just overall, like, it, it really makes me feel like I'm watching a movie every single time I watch it, Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's funny, I, I I clicked on the, I think I found it, it was on Reddit, but I did find the script, and I just haven't had time to, yeah, to actually read it. I would love, love, it love. It was a finalized script? That, I just clicked on it. Oh, I don't okay. even know. Honestly, yeah, it was dated in May, May 27th or 17th of 2014, but just haven't had time, but I will. And also, next week, we are working on trying, we're going to reach out to some people from the show, of course. We'd love to have them course, here and course. break it down with us because this is just truly, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fangirling. I'm, I really am. I'm nine minutes in. As and you should. Thank you. Thank you. And Get your I, latte. Yes. And I also want to say. Double uh, tap. Oh, love the line. Oh, the Starbucks line. Very, very well done. But let's get into, I guess, of course, our protagonist. Let's get into... Mr. Elliot. Yes. We find Elliot because, of course, we still... He fell out. He got Mm -hmm. pushed off by Mr. Robot, and he ended up in the hospital. And how... Okay, can I ask you this? Yes. When Elliot... When when we first see Elliot and you see Krista and Shayla... Mm -hmm. What was your first thought seeing both of them there? Well, my first thought was, where is the best friend? Why wasn't she there? I thought that was pretty interesting that Shayla was mm-hmm. there instead of the best friend. Um, oh, that's right. Instead of Angela, you're right. Yeah. So I thought that that was pretty pretty interesting. Um, you know, how she ended up finding out about what happened to Elliot versus Angela. But, I mean, outside of that, I thought... Yeah, I thought it was it was pretty interesting. I think he said that he had requested yes. her to actually had requested um, to, uh, he had requested her to come in. So, you know, I thought that was pretty interesting. I know we we thought we were going to go down the road of him trying to find you know trying to get a hold of of medicine or medication or whatever it is that he needed to keep his drug fix going. But so the suboxone, I believe. Mm-hmm. So um, that didn't turn out quite to be the case, but yeah. See, my thought was, and I, I got a lot of answers, a lot of questions answered this episode. 
and, and people, I, and our, our fans, our comments were saying, stop harping on whether who's real, who's not real, just enjoy mm-hmm. the process. But I really started seeing, a, we started seeing who is real. Yeah. That, my first, when I saw both of them, I'm like, is he imagining one of them? But then when I said, "Oh no, they're and they interacted with each other." Yeah, yeah. they interacted. So I was like, "Yes, thank you." Well, I was I was pretty confident that that both of them were were real. That was <laughs> that wasn't really the doubt. I mean, I'm sure the doubt everyone was having is is Mr. Robot real? And I honestly, from this from this episode, I am now more convinced that he's not real. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's just pretty evident. But there's got to be more because it's so similar to Fight Club. And and I I know Sam Esmail. I don't know him personally, but I'm just saying. He's, <laughs> yeah. I wish. Well, yeah, but. He's going to give us something else. There's got to be something deeper in there. So there's going to be more. Yeah, more of a twist. I agree. Right now, we're all following the breadcrumbs, thinking where they're going. And it, it could be all a ruse. I think it might not necessarily be so much of who is real and who is not, which that is, of course, the big question on everyone's mind. But I think it might be of who is on whose side. You know, like I, th- I think maybe one of the twists might be we find out that one of the characters who seems like they're on Elliot's side are actually not on Elliot's side, or they're on Evil Corp's side. So that's kind of what I'm thinking will be sort of the the punch twist, is that we find out people are real, but we find out what their motives are, and we find out who they're, what side they're actually on. Yeah, my chat rolls down. I would love to get your guys' feedback, but having some trouble online with mine. Yeah, but mine so is, uh, yours is down as well. Up, coming up slow too. So, but make sure also if you get a chance on iTunes, let us know what you think. Tell us your comments. You know, and you can also tweet at us too. Of course, that's right. Uh, hashtag ABTV, Mister Robot, as well. So we'll, yes. we'll keep a lookout for that as well. But. You know, the interesting interaction was Jessica Alba wants to join F Society. We move I on to their apartment. It. I knew it. You knew it. You knew it, I really? Did. Yeah? Yeah. And see, and, and there was another scene where the girls established themselves, you know, they, they acknowledged each other, and I was like, yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it, it, there's just so much with this show that I wanted at least one. You've got to test it, yeah. I don't want a lot all, of testers. Too many loose ends. Mm-hmm. Too many was driving me crazy. No, absolutely. I agree. Yeah, but so so definitely anything that we get out of that that you know that Darlene is once again I, Darlene's a little bit of a scene stealer for me I think it's, yeah last last episode she she I think she stole the episode and, and tonight she just had th- that little moment with um, with, Elliot with Elliot and Shay and Shayla that was just once Making again it's so uncomfortable right now right, yeah br- bravo bravo but let's move on to something that we were trying to figure out last week and mm-hmm. that was what's going on with the CD. That yes. Ollie put into the computer mm-hmm. that ended up being the Dark Army behind it. Yes. And he ends up getting a call from the Dark Army. And the Dark Army's like, Annie up, or else... That's his bug. He's yeah. g- he's gonna, They're going to dump all their info out. And mm-hmm. so, you know, he has 100 hours to come to his... And what I wanted to figure out, was this just more character establishment with that scene right before where Angela ends up doing the good deed? With the, with the with the wallet and whatnot, yeah. so you know what does that mean? Is that her bug that she's just too good? Is she is she going to be the quintessential like angelic figure of the show? Well, I kind of took it as that people kind of expect her to be that way, and I think that that in some ways that might mess up with her credibility, you know, as as um, you know, working in in all safe. Mm-hmm. So I think that. You know, especially with her wanting to go forward with the Dark Army's commands, I feel like 
Yeah, that can kind of be her bug, but I think that that's something that she wants to sort of move away from. I think she doesn't want to be seen as just the good girl who's the angelic figure. I think she wants to actually be taken more seriously, and, you know, she kind of wants to just have more of a say and more control, too, in her life. That's that's my personal opinion. That's a tie-in to the very first episode mm-hmm. when she was kicked out of the meeting. Yeah. So she's always fighting for validation. Fighting for validation, credibility, just fighting to be seen. And I think sometimes you take for granted those people who are really good and who just always do the right thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And, you know, she kind of took offense to it as well when Ollie said that, oh, you know, you're you're just so good. You're just so great. You know, she, I mean, that would be a compliment for many girls out there. You can call me good or great any time. But, you know, for her, she, it seemed like she was on edge about it. So I think that that might be something that she'll try to prove against, you know, like she might say, well, I'm, I've always been sort of the good girl, the good person, but now I'm going to do something for me. It's funny that when, now that you're mentioning that, it almost makes me believe that towards the second half of the season, or that we're going to find out, we found out one secret about her, but it wasn't necessarily a secret, but something more about her with her father, with her mother, with her mother's cancer, but I think the second half of the season, we're going to find out maybe she has a deep, dark secret, because it seems like we all have secrets. Yeah. Exactly. On this show, so everybody has secrets. But you know what? The interesting thing about this episode and with the secrets, and what I really, really liked, is that especially with the Elliot and the Shayla mm-hmm. um, scene, where she, you know, shows him at her her. Her whatever artwork, it is, her artwork, her whatever it is that she's made. Yeah, what what were know, those? Were they quilt? What was going on? I, I thought they were quilts, artwork. You know, something you put up on the fridge. I didn't know what they were, but they were cute. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot better than my drawing. So. Kudos to Shayla, but um, I felt like, you know, with this whole secret thing, you know, Elliot, he has such pride in being able to crack people's codes and to, to get their secrets. And with this episode, I think we're seeing that people have secrets, but it was a moment where Elliot realized that the actual personal secrets, you know, the real things that are behind people outside of the computer, that was something he couldn't crack. And mm-hmm. those were secrets that he didn't have access to unless he actually sat down and have a real conversation with, with Shayla. So I thought that that was really interesting. You know, this whole theme about secrets and, you know, him being able to, to bug, you know, debug people and, and find out their their thing, whatever it is that, that they have about them that, you know, it's like the core of who they are. Um, you know, with with this particular thing, I, I just felt like the secrets, you know, they're so much more deeper than what's on the computer. And we finally got a sense of Elliot learning, like, okay, there's there's other ways that I can find out about these secrets and these people. It's funny, now that you mentioned that, in a sense, do you think this is a commentary of us as a society that now oh, we course. judge I, everything by what we see online? I think everything in this show is a It's our avatar, you know? Of society, yeah, Absolutely. Um, and, you know, information that we have online, on our Facebooks, on our Twitters, whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we give tidbits here and there, but it's not all of who we truly but are. But that's what we base it on now. It's, it's so funny. You that know, is true. You know, we've, that's what we put on our Instagram, our, our Facebook and whatnot. And, oh, that's who you are. Mm-hmm. But in essence, it's not. It's and, not. It's the persona we create for mm-hmm. ourselves. Everybody wants to be just the one who gets all the double taps and all the likes you know oh i can't wait to t- yeah because let, let, let's, let, we do have to move on we've yes. we've really delved in here into it. and we talk about the meeting at all state and but i think more importantly who was at 
I just said all state. Can you believe that? Or no, uh, like shout out to uh, Juwani, but all safe. Are you thank, in good hands? Thank you. Thank you. I can't <laughs> thank just... you. Yeah, we've been tripping that up too. So uh, shout out to Juwan for that. No, but uh, the median at all safe. And then, um, of course, who's there is uh, Mr. Robot. Mm-hmm. Once again, no, no one noticed. I mean, mm-hmm. okay. I know where you're going. Where am I going? I know where you Well, yeah, I thought that too. That's one of the reasons why I think that he's not real anymore because he made that comment about the girl she barely turned around and I think she only really turned around because she noticed that Elliot was looking at her mm-hmm. I don't think it was so much that she was reacting to the comment that Mr. Robot made because something like that I mean a lot of people would look you know it's a workplace I mean mm-hmm. how did he even get in there in the first place the way he was dressed and just his whole demeanor too I don't think that he would have had an easy time getting in there and it's such a, I'm sure it's a very heated workplace with what's going on right now exactly so they don't want any outside people involved yeah in it at all and I mean and just to solidify it even more is when we go to the bar scene and mm-hmm. just you know we see the the, okay, so what I'm trying to imagine, I'm, I'm already trying to, I'm trying to be inside of Elliot's head, which is still impossible right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, the bar, the the angry bartender, the bartender looked like he was kind of like off yeah. put by what was. Did he buy two drinks? Did, did he, you know, what was going on? Was that? the drink really there? It could have just been another figment of Elliot's imagination. I mean, he repeated the drink, so it wasn't like he said, "Yeah, I'll just have what this guy is, is having," you know. But so. I think more importantly is where. Once again, Christian Slater, Mr. Robot, is screwing with Elliot where mm-hmm. he's saying basically it's done. Yeah. That if he's the cog and if he's not in it, well... Then it's, it's over. So then my my biggest question is, and, and for the chat reel, you guys can help me out, if, if, we, if we can agree in some sense that Mr. Robot is not real, then what is Mr. Robot's representation on this show? Is he supposed to be sort of a, a extended representation of Elliot's dad and their relationship? Or is this an extended representation of an inner Elliot that's coming out, that's trying to surface because he's just surrounded by all of this corruptness and he just wants to make a change? I mean, what what do you guys think, Mr. Robot? Who, who exactly is he? Or what is his role, do you think, on this show? I, I agree 100%. I, I think it's just, since it was such a traumatic event, his dad was his best friend at the age of eight. A schism occurred, and now it's reappeared in the form of Mr. Robot. Mm-hmm. And But mm-hmm. by, by keeping it going, did you really think it was over for Elliot? No! Of course not! <laughs> Hello! But... Did you think it was a delusion? But did you think it was when Elliot was went to Starbucks? You see a hyper color. You see the like mm-hmm. the pop tune in the background. No, I mean I I legitimately thought that Elliot was trying to force himself and I mean, but this the way that he went about trying to be normal. It was so techy. I'm like, come on, Elliot! Like you can't even fake being normal. This is this is embarrassing. Yeah, you know what? It's so funny. Because we've gotten to know his character mm-hmm. so far, yeah, it almost it was cringy for me yeah. because like, this isn't him, right? You know, it's like the old, you know, old greasy dude who's like trying to fit in with a bunch of high school girls. It just but it then, doesn't work. But then that makes you even care about Elliot's character even more because you know who he is. You know, in, there's a saying that says that once you can't go back once you're awake. And Elliot is awake to society's ills and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And for him to, he was trying to push it down to become a, a sheep, shall mm-hmm. we say? And and we didn't want that because he, we know him, we yeah. know the truth. 
And no, go ahead. And I, I honestly, I felt a little sorry for Elliot in this episode too, because he wants so much to be a normal person, and he just wants to have like. I mean, I'm sure he finds some pleasure in putting, you know, these bad guys, the people that he hacks, you know, bringing them to justice. But I think another part of him really just wants to be like everybody else. And it's the whole, you know, ignorance is bliss thing. Like you said, once you're awake, once you know the real deal, it's hard to go back to that. And I think that for him, that's that's what he really wants. But, you know, at the same time, I think he realizes that he has a purpose and he has a specific calling. And this is sort of his destiny. I mean, not to get, you know, too, you know, philosophical and, and out there, but this is his destiny. This is what he is meant to do. And mm-hmm. I think that for reasons that are obvious, Mr. Robot, Mr. Robot pushing him off of um, uh, what I don't know what that was, a uh, like little ledge or, ledge or whatever. Um, it's scary. It's scary for him. So this is like a way for him to retreat, go back to his perfect maze, his safe place. Right. But that can no longer exist for him anymore. What happened to his social anxiety disorder? That's what I thought was weird. When he because he, when he came back into the office with Gideon and he had his Starbucks and he's like, "I'll do dinner," you know. And I was like, "But it wasn't even that. <laughs> it wasn't even like as as cool as you just did it. It was very much like I'll be there for dinner and no, I have wait. a girlfriend and maybe and uh, here's a latte. Okay, so you know." Uh, it was very awkward. Really? I didn't. I, I thought. I thought was. he made like strides. I thought like, look at him. He, look at him. He's like. I thought it was pathetic. I was like, oh my god, please let's uh, <laughs> let's move along, Elliot. Please <laughs> let's hurry up and get to the coup de gras. All right. So then, I mean, and, I mean, this whole episode, we we got to see another because. We can move on to when he, you know, you you brought up the fact that he has to get a dinner date, and mm-hmm. he and talk about the best way to get a girlfriend. <laughs> so I'm going to a dinner party. Will you be my? I yeah. need it. What, how did the line go? I didn't even write it down, but it was just just such a beautiful, yeah, tender scene. Was. I mean, and just you know the way like, can I kiss you? Like everything is just so you know systematic is, for him. Like, but it's endearing. It is, and that's the, that's the endearing thing about the, the two sweet. of them. Yeah, so so for all you hackers out there, all you need to do to get a girlfriend is just just ask. Okay, and I, I wanted to get through that because I was really chomping onto this next scene. Damn it! All right, now you walked into that. One. I did. All right, let's chomp on it though. If we're gonna chomp on it. I let's mean, chomp. the second I saw Anwar, I knew exactly what was going what was down. That? Yeah. The second I saw him, I saw the, the CEO's. He's he's the CEO's assistant, and I was like. Oh boy! Anything to get the job done, mm-hmm. no matter what. I mean, what does that tell you about Tyra? I mean, he didn't even blink. He's just—I find you beautiful. Let's do that. He—he he, all to, as we will find mm-hmm. out, you know, to ghost his phone just yeah. to get the info that he needed. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm still shocked. I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm, it seems like for a lot of people, their moral compass. It's just it doesn't apply here. It's like if I have to do something, I'm just going to remove every conscience, you know, anything in my way towards me achieving that goal. And I think that that was the case for this. And I was really surprised because, you know, here I am getting well. Of course, I'm I'm getting really angry with with Tyrell. I'm like he's cheating on his wife. She's pregnant. How dare he? And he's going behind. 
But, you know, at the end to find out that, no, she is orchestrating all of this. So it's it was just really weird. And it just, it was it was creepy. Like, just... <laughs> The matter of factness about it. There's a time I, I I forgot where I read it. My my like I said, my internet's just dragging, mm-hmm. and it has an, a, a brief synopsis on his wife because she does have a hand of play in there. So, I mean, he's doing this for the sake of the family, but bravo, I guess. Yeah. I, 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 uh, and this is supposed to be the USA Network. Uh, right? Wasn't Saved by the Bell on this network? <laughs> What's going on? I mean, wow. I mean, they're Saved right up by the, the Tyrell. They're right up there with AMC and uh, FX now. They're really stepping yeah. it up on, on just the the grit, and they're really going there. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow! But so let, I, I'm, I'm flustered. I'm blushing right mm-hmm. now. Let me move on to the I know, right? to the dinner and and, yes. um, and shout out to Michael Riggs. He said, you know, sociopaths just use people to advance their own goals, and so I think that that's exactly what's happening here. I mean. It's of no consequence to either mm-hmm. Tyrell or his wife. Whatever we have to do. I mean, I'm... And when with the whole him bugging his phone, I guess, try and keep tabs on him and find out information about... Um, yeah, uh, what's the guy's name that he slept with? Uh, the guy who's... Anwar? Anwar, yes. Um, him, you know, now, I guess, being vetted for CTO for, you know, Evil Corp. It's just, I don't know, it was... To me, it really, it really gave us great insight into to Tyrell and just his mindset and the whole kind of like American psycho power complex he has. Because I feel like there are other ways that you could get information on to Anwar's phone. You know what I'm saying? Like he could have stolen the phone, or he, you know what I'm, I don't know. I just feel like there are other ways that they could have gone about it. And for him to have been like, "No, I'm going to sleep with this man," like that just says a lot about. Tyrell and like the power complex he has and just wanting to own and control people. You know? it, it was to ensure that there's no possibility for mistakes. Yes. That's exactly why he did it. Mm-hmm. No he has to do what. it himself. He has to do it himself. It has to be his way. It has to be in a particular way. His, yeah. But, so let's move on to the dinner before we get the hook here. And how, you know, it, it was interesting seeing just. Elliot, Angela, mm-hmm. Ollie, and Everybody. Shayla, the whole gang, all there. And shout out, yay! I got to got to see the, the true scene stealer, Lloyd, who's in there with the sharp suit. Uh, <laughs> shout I, out to Lloyd. Yeah, I'm gonna tweet him, uh, tweet at him this week. I'm sure he's a local. I'd love to get him in, in, into the show so we can break down what's going on. But what do we get out of the dinner besides the talk between Gideon and Elliot? Where Gideon still. He was still, I guess, still he has he still has his uh, suspicions, mm-hmm. and you know, and, and Elliot did a great plot, a great job in appeasing him and relax, you know, making him relax. But then, yeah. Gideon said on the last episode that Elliot doesn't make mistakes. So mm-hmm. why did he buy it this time? That's what I'm wondering. It's almost like Gideon isn't fully sold, and as we yeah. see later on in the episode, he's still obsessed with finding out what happened. And Gideon himself has been a man who's had to keep secrets throughout his life. Yeah. With his own sexuality and whatnot. So, and so it's almost like he, there's, I don't know if it's a sixth sense that he's trying to figure out, is Elliot fully telling me everything? I know they too, hugged yeah. and I'm just too much of a cynic right now. I'm, I'm questioning my own name watching this damn show. <laughs> right. What? Who are you? Who are we? I don't Clifford. know. 
No, I, I completely agree. Um, honestly, you know, not to get into predictions too early, but I don't think things are looking really bright for Gideon. I feel like mm. he's sort of now digging into a hole. You know, Elliot made that Correct. comment. If he goes any further, I might not be able to save him. So, I mean, who knows what Gideon will discover or where it will lead him or if something will happen to him in order to keep him quiet. I don't know. I just feel like Gideon, he wants to trust Elliot, and I think that that's the case for everybody who interacts with Elliot. Just his whole demeanor, it just it just makes them put their, their guards down and, and just drop their walls. So <laughs> I feel like he really does honestly want to trust Elliot, but you know, with everything that's going on, too it's, just, it's, it's too much yeah. at stake, and it's and with everything that happened with Allsafe, it's like no stone can be unturned. And, and and as we learn, just just as you start getting comfortable, then that's when the bomb drops, mm-hmm. and that's when we find out he Elliot gets the tip, turns oh, on yeah. the news, breaking news, and we find out that Terry Colby is one of the three people behind a huge cover up in a 1993 leak that ended up causing the deaths of Elliot's dad and Angela's. And mom. that's where we find Angela's and mom. That's where we find out. Yes, cancer. I mean, so, you knew it wouldn't last. You know, I hate. I hate to say it because you, you always root for people. You, you're invested in these people. Mm-hmm. And even though we said, you know, that's not Elliot being Elliot, but you, Elliot just wanted to be normal. Yeah. And like you said, he just got pulled back in. But full think, force. But I think we all knew that it was it was coming to that. I was I was literally waiting for it because that's what this that's the whole basis of this show. Elliot is not a normal person. I think that's what we love so much about him. And he just has that, that complex of just wanting to be this normal guy, but it's like, no, like you pretty much have like a superpower and you use it to fight against crime and to, you know, help people. So him straying away from that, I don't think the story would be as compelling. So of course we knew we had to come back to that. We had mm-hmm. to, he had to get pulled back into it somehow, and the way he did was just epic. Now, and I, I do want to talk about Elliot and the, his mom, the flashback, mm-hmm. that flashback scene, and he talks about bugs evolving. You know, mm-hmm. like when something bugs, it's yeah, got, it never it, changes. Well, it, it changes, but it just evolves into. So it comes else. back. So who is his mom now? That's, that's a great question. That's my question. You know, guys, who do you think his mom is now? Until because this is all about Elliot solving himself, I imagine. Yeah, that's that's part of his journey. But you know, his mom is a it's just a piece of work. Definitely, and I mean, there's something more there, and I think that that we're going to explore that a lot more. It seems like in every single episode, there's some little snippet Mm -hmm. of his relationship with his mom. So that's obviously very important. His family relationship is very important in this show. So perhaps the mom could resurface and, you know, we sort of figure out why she's so jaded and, you know, had such, um, I guess, a disposition against the dad. I mean, Mm -hmm. she was cold, almost heartless, almost happy that the dad was no longer alive. So there's a lot of stuff there that I think will be explored in the rest of the season. And a dislike between, not a dislike Elliot's her son, but I mean a mother would not talk to her son like that unless, like Elliot said before, the father was his father was his best friend. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know if there's, you know... Unless it's a situation where the mom was never really in Elliot's life in reality or he never really knew his mom and he's just sort of created... You know, sort of like an anti-parent 
Um, you know, he has the, the good side of him, the, the side that's more normal, the side that he likes, and then he has the side, you know, the antithesis to that is he has the side that he that is bad, that he doesn't like. Mm-hmm. So it could be that that's, because that, that seemed really weird to me, too. It's like, why is the mom being such a hater with Elliot? This yeah. is ridiculous. But it could just be, again, the way that he's programmed himself to think about his mom or to relate to his mom, um, which is interesting, because he doesn't seem to have that he doesn't seem to project that on any other women in this show, right. which is interesting, too. Usually with people who have, you know, mental issues, it runs really deep, and they start to project that on people who remind them of those people in their life who have hurt them. So I, I, that's kind of what leads me to believe, like, maybe there there is something else there. Maybe that's not really how the mom is. It's just how he's remembering it or how he's choosing to remember her. And, and in a sense, also think about the fact that you would think he'd be a different way with women. Exactly. Given that his, you know, his life with his mom. So, I mean, oh, this is what's great. I mean, I it's like you want all the answers, but this is the, but enjoy you the journey. Take it, I know. You've got to take it step by step. Otherwise, my brain will explode. <laughs> I'm already, okay, I'm already so, at my breaking point. Your breaking point? Well, it's about uh, to explode right now because this is the whole time when Angela and Ollie and the Dark Army. And Angela's having, forgive me, it's in the show. She's having a shitty enough day. Yeah. I mean, getting this news, and then now Ollie has to tell, decides now is the perfect time I'm going to tell her what I've done. Yes. And. I mean, first of all. <laughs> I'm taking it in. I mean, he's a piece of work. The character the character is, not the yeah. actor. But, I mean, where does, it was Angela justified. I want to break up, but then, I mean, we find out that there's such a deep tie-in now. Is she... Originally, when she said that, I didn't feel like she was saying that, or I didn't feel like that was coming from an emotional place. I felt like she had a legitimate plan. Like, no, we have to break up because we have to make it look like, you know, I, that's what I personally got. I mean, the way that she went, just the way that she went about talking about everything, it wasn't until the end of that conversation that she started to get really emotional. Everything up until then, it seemed really systematic. Like, she had this convoluted plan, and the breakup was somehow part of it. I don't know. That was just, from her whole attitude and demeanor, she just seemed very stoic, very shut down, like, okay, the wheels were running, like, okay, how am I going to fix this? In a sense, you know, because um, Elliot said in the very first episode that she tends to not date the best guys in the world. And and it seemed like it was almost a, a place of um, an aha moment for her where yeah. she knew well, these, this is not the type of man that I need to be with. But now but they're tied they in with because of the dad and their student, the student loan and their records. Their records being tied in that could be exposed. Yeah. So this is where she's I have to we have to figure this out. And then where I was at a loss was I was trying to figure out, are they, so are they going to put the CD in at all safe? That, is that a prediction? I'm, no, I'm questioning okay. that because it's, at first she said yes, and then they, you know, we found out Ollie's self-preservation, uh, yeah. we're going to lose our job, so we, let's, re, you know, really think this through. But, I mean, are they going to go through with it or not? That's what I want to know. Well, yeah, well, this whole theme of self-preservation, it's doing whatever you have to do for yourself. So I personally think that one way or another, the CD is going to end up back at Allsafe, whether it's through Ollie and Angela, that's debatable. But Mm -hmm. I do think that it's going to end up back at Allsafe. And now, even more so, I'm convinced that 
keep wanting to say the dark matter. Gosh, I'm getting really... Now you're, now you're doing Cosmos, Neil <laughs> Grosh Tyson. Everybody. But I feel like the dark army is not fully with F society. I think that there's something else. And really? I and I don't necessarily believe that it's... It's connect that they're connected to Evil Corp either. I think no. it could be something completely different. Well, but Dark Army, they're basically like mercenaries. They go to the highest bidder. True. That's what you know. That's what they said on the last the last episode. So, I think they're just doing what you they're know. Just, they're just doing what they do. But, doing what the but Dark it, Army but does. It does. But it does feel like there is something you know See, more to it. The shows destabilize us. We're so destabilized that we think everyone. We think I think you're part of the dark army myself. I think you're F society. I'm just I'm just saying this. But I am. I am Mr. Robot. That's the season finale spoiler. Everybody. See, I knew it. I, I knew. I am it. Christian Slater. <laughs> okay. So okay. So now, basically, um, before we wrap up, we've got a few more scenes to break down and. Basically, we, I think we already touched upon how the wife wants to get close to the new CTO and yeah. whatnot. So establish that, but more so, I guess, close off the fact that Elliot is back in. Yeah, he's full in, and, and, and now he, he has looks purpose. Like he's running it now too. Yes, I mean, Mister Robot completely took a back seat. When mm-hmm. he came back in, it was like, "This is the Elliot show." Yep. Let's do this. So, so okay. So, wouldn't and that's well, I was I was already thinking. So, would. Mr. Robot kind of fade out if it's if he's really Mr. Robot all along. If Elliot is, I don't think it's too so. Early. It's it's too early to say, but I don't think so because not only is Mr. Robot sort of forcing Elliot, well, I don't want to say forcing, but compelling him into this this scheme that they're they're uh, planning against Evil Corp. But he's also hitting Elliot on a very emotional level too. You know? Like with this with, with everything that's happened, I, I get that, that emotions can compel people to do things and it can sway people to do things. But I feel like Mr. Robot is doing it in a way that's a little bit deeper than him just trying to get Elliot on a job. You know, like this is probably Elliot's psyche trying to get him to confront those issues that have mm-hmm. happened and that those issues that he's ignored and he's tried to run away from that he's hidden from in his perfect maze. So I think that Mr. Robot going forward in the seasons, he's he's going to poke at those holes a little bit more and he's going to get him to confront, you know, those other issues or those other areas of his life that are hidden that we haven't seen yet. Ooh, I'm excited. You, 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 now, you, you've got me sold on the show. And so Steel Mountain is going down. It is. That's what they're saying. So and, and in the empowerment that Elliot chose this. Elliot chose this, right? He walked in f- mm-hmm. ready to do this. Not like in the last episode where he's like he was he was tied. He didn't know where to go. Yeah. He chose this. Which yeah, again, you know, it's interesting because in the last episode, the whole reason why Mr. Robot pushes him off of the ledge is because you know, he said you you made a promise. You walked out and now you've broken that that sacred promise. You've Correct. broken that. So I think that and then in the last episode, he says that once you walk out that door, that's it. Right. There's no coming back. So yeah. I think it's interesting now. You know, again, it's like him really messing with Elliot's mind. And I think it's it's really great now that, you know, not only did they let him back in, mm-hmm. but now he's, like, the command once of everything. A, once again, a brilliant, brilliant episode. Mm-hmm. I was looking for my... I had some news and notes. I had some news and gossip, but... I can't find my Uh-oh. notes for it. It was just basically a paraphrase. Let's go on to news and gossip then. Yes. All right. Usually they have like this really cool music. It goes dun 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 like that. Yeah. And actually, it's from the pages from of Variety. 
And bravo to Mr. Robot. It seems like it's really picking up some steam. Good. And as of last week, I believe, I don't have my notes, so I'm completely going to paraphrase, so I'm sure the comments will let me know if I got yes, it wrong. They will. And that was that actually their ratings went up 36% in the 1849 demo from week one to week two. And 14% overall, so we I believe it was like 3 million views, so great for a USA Yay. Network show, so thank you, keep watching, I mean, I am such a fan of the show, so honestly, thank you fans for keep tuning in, I hope, I hope it grows again tonight, so. Absolutely, I mean, yeah, how often does a show get renewed for a second season before the first season even premieres, I mean, I. Breaking Saw, or I'm not Breaking Saw, Breaking Saw, better call Saw. <laughs> I'm all Is that a new show, Breaking Saw? It's like a mesh of the two. Yeah. Kick me along down. Okay, now let's move on to some predictions. What do we see next yes. week? What did we see that. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Now, what did, what did we see on the trailer I, for next week on the little promo? We saw Elliot and somebody else with the Mr. Robot mask face. So that'd be interesting to see who else it is. Because. If it was Mr. Mr. Robot and Elliot, yeah, but right. If Mr. Robot doesn't exist, then maybe that might confirm or deny it. I'm, trust me, I, I, I'm wrong. I'm telling you right now, I'm wrong. Yeah, Mr. Robot will be there. I think they're going to be hand in hand. Yeah. I'm just so kerfunkled right now. <laughs> Thank you. No, but okay, we, we we've got that. But more interestingly, we've got Tyrell at Elliot's place. Oh yes, on his next next day's computer. Mm-hmm. So. That's what. So, what's going on there? What, what chat roll? Let us know. Do, uh, do they have any predictions? What do they think of what's yeah. going to go on with Tyrell and Elliot? That's what I really want to know. Because how the hell does that happen? And I know. I know Tyrell won't stop at any cost. But right. I mean, is he there as a friend? As a foe? Does he? Does he needs Elliot, and he said it in the fr- in, the, in the beginning of the second episode. I, I rewatched episode two just a few hours uh, yesterday. And Tyrell and Elliot, Tyrell needs Elliot. And he gave him such a speech that was reminiscent to, uh, I'm going here, Darth Vader and Luke on Empire Strikes Back. Like, if they team up, they can rule, like in Star Wars, they can rule the galaxy. They can rule the company. They They can rule... Evil Corp. Yeah. So, there's. I'm sure he's there to convince him. He needs him, but for what I do not know. Yes, and that will be interesting to find out. Also, the plan too. Yeah, because he's been talking you know, about he has a plan. He has a plan. He has a plan. What is the plan? Are they going to go forward with the plan that no. Mr. Robot originally had suggested in the second episode with doing the the gas leak at I the plant? Can't. It will go against uh, uh, Elliot's character. He does. He's a person that doesn't want any anyone innocent hurt, just like his father. So, there, so he hasn't. It's a completely. It's got to be a different plan. There's no way he's going to jeopardize the lives of others for this plan. I, I don't think. Let me know if I'm wrong. Yeah. I, I just think it goes against his grain. So, what do you guys think? Another great episode. So let's let's play yes. that show music. Let's inter- let's get out of here. Let's I get out of this taco stand. So, great. Ashley, thank you so much. Where can thank they find you? you? We can find me on Twitter, Ashley underscore Chapman, and you, sir. Yeah, you find me JC Rubio on JC Rubio TV on Instagram, Twitter, and Periscope, and Big Game James running the ones and twos. Where can they find you? Thanks for putting up with us, man. I know, right? Okay, he's not going to say much of anything. <laughs> but once again, Cheryl, sorry the chat went down, but I promise next week it'll be up. Join the conversation. Send us your comments, concerns, feelings, issues, complaints. We love you guys. We'll see you next Thank week. Thank you guys. See you next week. Good night. Bye.
From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.